Hey, so today's episode contains some material and language that might not be suitable for everyone. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Plum Forest Podcast, where we give you modernized versions of classical Chinese fables and short stories. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe, and follow button. And if you're really feeling good, you could always leave me a comment or a review because it lets me know that you're listening, and I like that. And also, make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Plum Forest Pod so you don't miss any of our updates. Oh yeah, and be ready for the SMEPA award ceremony on March 6th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if this is your first time hearing about SMEPA, then head on over to our website and click the S-M-I-P-A on the top to learn more about this awesome award ceremony that we're putting on. Your Jade Narrator is here, and I hope everyone had a great Chinese New Year and also enjoyed the great show that we did with our buddies at the Artistic Finance Podcast. Hey, Ethan! But unlike other episodes, we're just going to hop straight into today's story. Today's story is actually from that great collection from the man we all know, Mr. Pu Song Ling himself, called Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio. This story is originally called Zhu Wang, or To Wish an Elderly Man if you want the literal English translation. Now you may be asking yourself, how the hell did we get from wishing an elderly man to people mover? Well, 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 this story has to do with a people mover, but in all honesty, You should just listen to this story and hopefully it'll make sense for you at the end. And so on that note, let's get straight into today's story, The People Mover. Ah, the city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Glimmering lights, casinos, no open container laws, legal weed even, and strippers galore. What else could you really ask for? Well, I bet you could ask for a lot more, but that is what Vegas is known for. And we've all heard stories of Vegas getting out of control. I mean, they even made a movie about having a hangover in that city. Wait, 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 wait. You guys do know that the movie Hangover was actually just a remake of Dude, Where's My Car with Ashton Kutcher. You know that, right? Think about it. A couple dudes can't remember anything from the night before, so they must go on a journey to figure out what had happened. And they must save the world slash their friend's wedding. It's the same movie, people. Also, it was really cool that in the movie The Hangover, the dude that gives them the tuxes when they're driving is actually Mike Vallely. Mike is a gnarly skater, and I think that role was typecast for him especially, because I bet he does that shit on the reg. You know, just giving out tuxes out of a van while hauling ass down the freeway. Yeah, that sounds like Mike Vallely. Okay, 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 we're back to Las Vegas. So in Las Vegas, there are many different hotels, and one of the more well-known ones was the Luxor. If you've never been to Vegas, you've probably seen this in the images because it's a huge fucking pyramid. And the theme in this pyramid is exactly what you would have guessed. Egyptian. Real original, right? Well, this hotel is actually one of the older hotels on the Strip in Las Vegas. 
And all these hotels have to have investors and owners. You know, big money. One of the largest investors was an elderly man who invested back before it was cool. Like with GameStop, right? Everyone, hold strong into the moon, baby. Well, this elderly fellow was very, very well off. And his family, which consisted of him and his wife, along with two of their children, they were all not worried about money at this point, if you know what I mean. The elderly man, named Dan of all things, was nearing the end of his life as he was pushing 95 years old. And every day his two children were waiting for that dreaded call about his untimely death. But in all honesty, this man wasn't a bad man that most would think, like most investors, you know. He had a good heart and even donated buttloads of money to UNICEF every year. What a guy, if you ask me. On one morning, his daughter Alicia gave her brother a quick call. Hello? Hey Eric, it's Alicia. Alicia, what's going on? It's awesome to hear from you. Is it- wait, hold on. Wait, why are you calling me? It's... Dad. Mom texted me last night. And she said that he's at the end of his line. Oh, no. Yeah, it's rough. We all knew it was coming, but I would have never thought this day would actually come. It's honestly so unreal. Even though we've all made peace with it, it's actually so weird to have it become a reality. Yeah, it is so hard to have to swallow this pill of reality. But that's why I'm calling you today. Do you want to head over there this evening? Yeah, I can do that. Susan and the kids are actually visiting her family for the weekend, so I can head over there tonight. I can come around 6-ish after work. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll see you there. I just wish this was under better circumstances. Wait, is Tim gonna be there? I still gotta pay him for my fantasy football dues. Oh yeah, Tim. So, Tim and I split up last week? Oh shit, really? Yeah, we can talk about it later. Alright, I'll head over after work. See you later, sis. See you tonight, Eric. The two hung up the phone, and later that night, Eric arrived at the house first. Just as he opened the door, he yelled, Mom? Hello? Anyone here? His mom peeked her head down the railing of the stairs and said, Hey, honey, we're upstairs. Come on up. All right, I'll be right up. Eric set down his briefcase and headed up the stairs. He walked into the room and said to his mom, Hey, Mom. Hi, sweetie. I'm glad you're here. The two hugged each other. How you been? Doing all right? Oh, yeah. You know, we all knew this was coming, and he's just been in and out of consciousness and just sleeping for most of the time. It's hard to deal with this, but we all knew it was coming. Yeah, we've known this was going to happen for quite a while now, but it's still really hard to deal with it. Just as he finished his sentence, his sister entered the home. 
Hey, Alicia, honey, I'm upstairs with your brother. Alicia headed upstairs and entered the room to see her father on the bed with the two of them standing over his bed. Oh, Dad. Alicia gave her father a quick hug and then hugged her brother and mother. How are you doing, Mom? You okay? You know, I just hope your father's feeling alright. I was just telling your brother it's tough to see him like this now. I know. It's been rough. As the three of them were talking about the current situation and the next steps for them, the father sat up like being shot out of a cannon and began to groan. All three of them looked over to the father on the bed. Dad, are you alright? Lord, what's going on? Why are you all here? What's happening? Dad, calm down. You're not doing too well, so we all came over to see you. Just relax and try to get some rest. This is absolutely wild. I just had a dream that I died. And I woke up to you all here, just hanging around my bed. Uh, a dream? What do you mean? Well, I was asleep. Or... At least I think I was asleep. I might have been dead, actually. Dead? Well, whatever. You know what I mean. Just listen. The three of them perked their ears up and gave their father their undivided attention. Like they should give their father, right everyone? I just had a dream where I saw that light that they talk about in movies when people are dying. But as I was there, it didn't cross my mind at all to come back. Come back? Like back to life? Shut up, Eric. Just listen to him. Alicia, be nice. Yeah, well, it was back to life. But it was really odd. Because I was on these horizontal escalators. You know, like the ones at airports. Wait, you were on a people mover in this death limbo dream? Exactly! It was a people mover to get me closer and closer to that light. And as I stood there on this people mover... All I could think about was you, my beautiful wife. The wife leaned in and gave him a little kiss. And all I could think about was that if I die, who is going to take care of you? You're 88 years young, my princess, and you're gonna need help when we're here together. We can barely take care of each other. And if you're all alone, then it'll be too much for you. And I can't live with that on my soul. Dad, what are you talking about? Me and Alicia will take care of Mom. Yeah, we can take care of Mom. I mean, she took care of us while you were on business when we were young. And it's our turn now to return the favor. Oh, Alicia, Eric. That's really sweet. Both have families. 
You need to take care of those families, and I don't want that burden on my love here. Eric nudged Alicia. Wait, what was that? Why do you nudge her, Eric? Um, well, Dad, Tim and I broke up. Oh no, honey, what happened? He was so sweet. Uh, forget him, he was no good for you. We just grew apart, but Dad, back to your dream of you on the people mover. Back to my death story. So, as I was on the death people mover, I just kept thinking about my love being alone. And I can't leave her like that, but I also couldn't leave that burden to our children. Dad, you're talking out of your ass. We'll help Mom until we literally can't anymore. Shit, we'll probably even get her a maid or something to help her. My dear, I don't want to put that burden on your shoulders. Eric, come over here for a second. Eric and Alicia stepped to the side as the mom and dad talked a little bit more about the story. Eric, is it just me? Or is dad losing his bananas? Maybe. He's like in this weird trance and he's talking all this gibberish. Have you heard anything from his doctor or like about his mental state? I haven't heard anything. All I've really heard is that he's at the end of his life and we need to figure out his estate with mom and his lawyers. Oh, trust me. I know. Those lawyers have been hounding me super hard. But I think that is just kind of like running his mouth. I wouldn't think too much about it, so we should just kind of nod and smile to whatever he says. I like that idea. Good thinking, bro. The two of them returned back to the side of the bed and continued to talk to the dad and mom. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying you think that whole people mover towards the light was you in limbo and you were technically dead while sleeping? Yes, yes, that's it. I, I know I'm not an expert on these things. But it felt like I may have died and then come back to life. Died and came back to life? You really must be losing your bananas, Dad. I'm not going crazy, Alicia. I still have my senses about me. They may be dulled, but I still have them. Okay, Dad. Whatever you say. That's right. What I say. Hey, how are you feeling now? I'm... I'm doing alright. I am a bit tired. I should probably get some rest. It was lovely seeing you all again. It is really nice. I just wish this was under better circumstances. Yeah, that's an understatement. Alright, well I'm gonna go do some chores around the house real quick, but I'll come and check on you in a few minutes, alright? Is there anything I can get you? No, no, that's all right. You don't need to trouble yourself. Thank you. The three of them walked out of the room and the father laid there resting on his bed. The mom went downstairs and did some of the chores and Alicia stuck around a little bit longer to help out the mom with the chores, but Eric needed to get going home. Eric said a quick goodbye to his father and then left their house. As the two of them were doing chores downstairs, Alicia said to her mom, Hey mom, how is dad doing mentally? <sighs> He's long gone. What long gone? What do you mean? He said he has some marbles left, but people mover 
death limbo dream. They're probably pretty much dust at this point. Then why are you still playing him on and lying to him? Honey, he's on his deathbed. I just want to give your father some peace before he goes. That may be true, but how could you lie to him like that? Sweetie, he's gonna be gone really soon. Just let him die in peace, alright? He's only got a few more weeks, if not days. Let's let's let him go with a smile. Alright, Mom. That is true. Here, give me that broom. I'll sweep the kitchen clean. <laughs> Thanks, honey. After a little while longer, the two of them finished cleaning the house and finished up all the chores. A little while later, Alicia headed home after saying goodbye to her father, and the mom soon entered the dad's room after finishing up all the chores. Whew, chores are done. You doing any better, honey? No, not really. Still feeling like shit. Plus, knowing I'm about to die isn't doing many favors for me. Though, I do feel better with you here at my side. She gave him a quick little kiss on the cheek. My dear, can I ask a favor of you? Of course. What's on your mind? I've been thinking. Do you remember the day that we went to the Grand Canyon to take those photographs? You know, the ones in the living room next to the bottle of the Yavi Wasabi whiskey? That dress that you wore that day, do you remember it? <laughs> of course I remember. How can I forget that day? The wind nearly blew my purse into that damn canyon. <laughs> it was a wild day to be sure. I love those photos. Maybe some of our best. <laughs> so what about that dress? I was thinking, would you be willing to put on that dress again? and lay here by my side for one last night. It's one of my most precious memories. I don't want to forget it, and I would love nothing more than to have that be among the last things that I experience. Would you be willing to do this for me? Oh, I have no clue where that dress is. I, I don't even think I still have it around the house. I'm sure you do. I remember when we moved all of the kids' shit out of the house when they left. I put it in the back of the closet. I'm sure it's still there. Oh, honey, I've been on my feet all day and I just need a rest. Can we do it tomorrow instead? I don't know if I'll see tomorrow. That dress, that photograph, the memory, it means so much to me. I just want one last night where I get to experience it all again and spend it with you in that beautiful, beautiful dress. Oh, honey, you're playing that card. All right, let me go see if I can find it. The mom exited the room and went around the house to go check for the dress that was in that photo. And after a few seconds later, she screamed, Oh my gosh, honey, you were right. I found it. The dad gave a huge smile. She returned with the dress in hand and said to the dad, Oh, here it is, and boy, does it look gorgeous. Honey, I think it might even still fit me. 
My word. <laughs> it's just as beautiful as I remember. <laughs> okay, give me a second. I'll go put it on. The mom left the room again and went to go put on the dress in another room. As the mom was putting on the dress, the dad could only think of that picture they had and how he will never forget that picture. She soon returned in that beautiful dress and stood there with the picture in her hand as she twirled around to show the dress off. My lord, my dear, you look ravishing. Are you even wearing... <laughs> Same lipstick? I had a feeling you might notice. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy recreating the image. She stood there in the same pose as the picture and the dad smiled from ear to ear. Straight up cheesing. My love, you look absolutely amazing. Now come, lay down next to me so I can enjoy being with you. Well, I think of that dress in my dreams. <laughs> you got it, honey. The mom set down the picture on the nightstand and climbed into bed next to the dad. She laid there next to him and stared at the ceiling as they held each other's hand and soon fell asleep together. The next morning, Alicia went over to check on them in the morning and found them both lying in bed next to each other. Mom, Dad, how come no one answered the door when I knocked? She stood next to the bed and said to herself, Is Mom really sleeping in that dress from the Grand Canyon picture? Wait, is that the same lipstick? She looked at the nightstand and saw the photo and all she could do is hold it up to them and smile. Mom, wake up. She nudged the mom. Mom, come on, wake up, that's not funny. The mom didn't budge at all. Dad? 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 Wake up! The dad didn't budge either. She put her finger under her father's nose first, and she tried to feel if there was any warm air coming in and out, but there was nothing. She then decided to put her finger under her mom's nose to do the same, but again, there was nothing. God damn it. Two in one night? Really? Both of them? <laughs> Alicia began sobbing as she realized her parents had died the night before. She grabbed her phone and called Eric. What's up, Alicia? I'm at work. Everything okay? Mom and Dad are gone. Wait, what? Mom and Dad? Eric, what kind of a sick joke would that be? Yes, both of them. Alright, alright, alright. I'm heading there right now. Don't worry, I'll be right there. She hung up the phone and headed downstairs to decompress after finding this startling revelation in the bed. Shortly after, Eric arrived and headed into the house to see his sister sitting on the couch, crying as she looked through old photo albums of their family. He came over and gave her a huge hug and then asked her. Are they up in the room? She nodded. Eric headed up the stairs and discovered both parents were lying in bed with huge smiles on their faces of their lifeless bodies. 
He stared at them for a second and then noticed the Grand Canyon photo on the nightstand. He picked it up and said to himself, God, Dad always loved this photo of Mom. He peeked over at his mother and noticed she was wearing the same lipstick as the photo. He grabbed the photo and headed back downstairs to the living room where Alicia was still sitting there on the couch. He set the photo down on the coffee table and pointed to the dress that his mother was wearing in the photo. Oh boy, he uh, loved that dress on mom. Always brought a smile to his face. And now they're on that people mover together and she's in his favorite dress with his favorite lipstick. What a great story that was. And did you see why we called the weird limbo a people mover? I've always thought about that. It's like limbo in death, you're just like riding that people mover until you go to the next stage. You're just constantly in an airport people mover. But instead of me talking about the story that you just listened to, every single one of you should head over to the Plum Forest Podcast subreddit and go ask or talk about any concerns or questions that you might have about this story. Because it's a kind of a weird story, but... I kind of liked it. Any question or comment is welcome, unless it's just bad. And and come on, you know what I mean by that. But head on over there and ask those questions. Let's start discussing about these weird stories. Maybe we can even get a little bit more background on those on the subreddit. Today's voices were done by an amazing group of people today. I want to say thanks to all four of those lovely people. And all four of these lovely voices we had today are part of Discord podcast groups that I follow. So be sure to join any of those so you can also meet these lovely people and many other super helpful and nice people to talk about podcasting and how to create them. Other podcasters, I'm looking at you. It's a good way to go. The voice of the dad was done by the great Jordan Roman and the voice of Alicia was done by Christina McLean. The two of them are on a cool real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's called Agents of Damned, and it is actually really cool. And I know I've said before, I've never been too into D&D, but this show is just fun to listen to when you have some free time, and it's a great background noise and great storytelling. The wonderful voice of the wife was done by Becky from the Silly Mundane Things podcast. This show is a great show with amazing banter between her co-host and sometimes some guests but you guys all know how I feel about banter. I love it. And lastly, the voice of Eric the Sun was done by Tommy from the You Dive Deep podcast. I love it. I can say that name correctly because I speak Chinese. He talks to people about literally anything and everything and does it with a great attitude. Go check it out. It's good. I like his show. So go ahead and show them some love for all the great help they did for me, and they all make amazing shows. Click them. Click them. There's links. It's easy. It's right there. You just have to tap it on your phone or click with your mouse. It's easy. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials at Plum Forest Pod. And also make sure you get those free stickers on our website too. They're still there and they're still free. And please make sure you are voting on the SMEPA page of our website. It takes about five minutes to vote, but I think that all the podcasters that are in it will really appreciate it. But I do think Agents of the Damned is represented in one of the categories. Go check it out and give them a vote. 
And lastly, make sure you mark your calendar or your Google calendar or your phone reminder or whatever you want for March 6th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is the time that we're going to be having the Smeepa Awards on Twitch at twitch.tv slash plumforestpod. So check out our Smeepa page on our website, but get ready March 6th at 1 p.m. And go. Don't forget to vote, please. Don't forget to vote. Like, let's vote like we did in November. Yeah, I said it. Next week, we have an all-new episode for you, so make sure you're following and subscribing to us on whatever podcast listening app you use so you don't miss a thing. I mean, in all honesty, you can click and download it, but it automatically downloads in it. Convenience, hello. But until then, take care and stay safe, everyone. You just listened to a Where's Kellen production. Nailed it.